Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Natalie So, coming to you from Taipei. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen says that China's halting of independent travel to Taiwan for Chinese tourists is the wrong strategy. Total investment from firms returning to Taiwan has surpassed 15 billion U.S. dollars this year. And Taiwan is now home to the highest cell site in northeastern Asia. The first today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen said that China's halting of independent travel to Taiwan for Chinese tourists is the wrong strategy. Beginning August 1st, China stopped giving permits to citizens who want to travel to Taiwan outside a tour group. There have also been rumors that China will stop allowing Chinese tourists to come in tour groups as well beginning December. Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokeswoman Hua Junying said that history will prove which side is right or wrong. China's National Radio and Television Administration also announced that beginning August, it would ban all entertainment-oriented historical dramas and soap operas. TV channels will only be able to broadcast the nation's 86 patriotic drama series. President Tsai spoke about China's new policies on Friday. This series of wrong policies in China are hard to understand and cause for concern. We don't need to wait for history to prove them wrong. We can already see clearly that these strategies are wrong. Total investment from companies returning to Taiwan has surpassed 500 billion NT dollars or over 15 billion U.S. dollars for this year. The Ministry of Economic Affairs approved the investment plans for four returning Taiwanese companies on Friday. Their return will tentatively pump 7.4 billion NT dollars or about 235 million U.S. dollars into Taiwan's economy and create 460 domestic jobs. 500 billion NT dollars was originally a target set by President Tsai Ing-wen for the entirety of 2019. Projections now have been boosted to 700 billion NT dollars. Officials at the economics ministry say that there are still nearly 50 investment plans by returning companies awaiting approval. The three-year outlook may be as high as 1 trillion NT dollars. Economic officials say that U.S. President Donald Trump's implementation of a new 10% tariff on 300 billion U.S. dollars worth of Chinese goods target key Taiwanese industries. These new policies will only serve to accelerate the return of firms currently operating in China. A Chinese military vessel collided with a Taiwanese container ship on Wednesday night and did not stop after the incident. Here's more in this report. The Taiwanese container ship Yotai No. 1 was traveling about 19.5 nautical miles southeast of Jingmen's Liaolu Harbor when a Chinese military vessel collided with it on Wednesday night. The damage to the ship can be seen clearly, even in the dark. Coast Guard official Chen Jianwen said, The two routes of the two ships intersected. When they came close to each other, they didn't coordinate via radio communications, so the bow and the stern of the ships hit each other. That's the area where it happened off Jingmen. The front of the container ship was punctured and not able to sail properly, but there were no injuries reported. 
The official said, The stern of the ship was seriously damaged and was not able to sail. The Chinese ship said it had to go to safety in Xiamen Harbor. It refused to stop and ended communications. The Chinese wanted to detain Taiwan's ship in the Xiamen Harbor, but Taiwan's Coast Guard in Jingmen sent assistance right away. It's likely that the ship was hit by Longhu Sanha, which came into service in September. It displaces 29,000 tons of water, second only to China's largest Liaoning Hao. China has been secretive about this vessel, and the identity of the Chinese vessel cannot be confirmed. Natalie So, RTI News. Taiwan is now home to the highest cell site in northeastern Asia. The tower sits at 3,952 meters above sea level and is situated close to Jade Mountain's northern peak. That means cell phone service is now available at the top of Taiwan's highest mountain. Acting Minister of the National Communication Council, Chen Yaoxiang, activated the tower on Friday morning. Jade Mountain Summit is the highest point in Taiwan. It draws over 50,000 to 60,000 visitors a year. However, in the past, poor cellular reception hampered needs for communication and emergency services. Industry, weather and research experts partnered with government agencies in 2012 to figure out how to raise a cell tower on the northern peak. Work was finished this June and an activation ceremony was held Friday. Chen touted the collaboration between five government organizations and three telecommunication companies as a huge success. He says that the private and public sectors came together in the name of social responsibility. NCC official Huang Zongzi said that due to the lack of infrastructure at the remote location, workers had to carry everything from solar panels to backup batteries up the mountain. However, climbers can now enjoy cellular service at Taiwan's highest point. The Taiwan Lottery has revealed that the majority of the top prize winners for one of its most popular scratch cards are men. Over the past five years, a total of 37 lucky winners have struck a 10 million NT dollars top prize. If you're feeling lucky, then you might want to try your hand at a few lotto scratchers. During each Lunar New Year, Taiwan Lottery comes out with scratch cards that can be worth up to 10 million new Taiwan dollars. That's about 300,000 U.S. dollars. In the past five years, a total of 37 people have won the 10 million dollar prize. Of those winners, eight of them bought their ticket in Taipei. Taichung in central Taiwan comes in second with seven people, while Kaohsiung in the south is in third with five lucky winners. Taiwan Lottery General Manager Tsai Guoji tells us that 21 out of the 37 winners were male. Most of them were married men between the ages of 40 and 49. Of the 16 female winners, most of them were single women between the ages of 30 and 39. This year, Taiwan Lottery has released a $10 million scratcher early, just in time for Taiwan's Father's Day on August 8th, as well as Chinese Valentine's Day. Tsai says there are $2 billion NT dollars in prizes, and two of them are $10 million top prizes. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Taiwan's Hehuan San, or Hehuan Mountain, has recently been named Taiwan's first dark sky park by the International Dark Sky Association. That means it's not only the best stargazing spot in Taiwan, but in Southeast Asia as well. The International Dark Sky Association staff members arrived in Taiwan in December last year for a one-week visit to make an assessment. The association said that Hehuan San is an ideal stargazing spot due to its high elevation and low light pollution. The tourism office at Nanto County on Friday said that it hopes that photos of Huan San's stargazing spot will be entered into the calendar published by the Tourism Bureau. 
The office said it will also continue to organize activities in the area during the stargazing season. Hehuansan is situated more than 3,000 meters above sea level, and the weather there can be very unstable. Those who intend to visit are advised to bring warm clothes and rain gear. Taiwanese certified Dark Sky Park is ranked third in Asia after Japan and South Korea. The 2019 comic exhibition opened on Thursday and will last through Monday. Now in its 20th year, the showcase will feature 1,200 booths from 130 companies. At the venue, some comic book publishers hired models dressed up in cosplay costumes of characters from comic strips to lure customers to their booths. A wide array of merchandise spanning online games and toys are offered at the event. The fair is expected to draw more than 560,000 visitors and rake in 6.4 million U.S. dollars in sales. One of the highlights of this year's exhibit is the participation of Netflix, a leading over-the-top OTT media services provider. Netflix is offering original animation productions in a variety of genres. The event's organizers are working to involve industry players in the gaming, toy making, and OTT services to help more animation business networking. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Natalie So. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. The sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan International. From the London Underground to the Taipei Metro, the people of our world are going places. Are you listening? Tune 